Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Advances at podcasting's backend are providing unique opportunities for collaboration via syndication. No, not the last letter in RSS. Here's how true syndication can make your podcast's episodes better. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Podcasting is a weird mix-up of staunch independence and tight collaboration. It's been that way since the beginning. We podcasters want to do our own thing, but we also really like working with other podcasters when it's appropriate. But it's perhaps because of that first part, that collaboration with others often turns out to be a chore, because production schedules don't line up, and certainly processes don't line up whatsoever, so it makes it really hard to collaborate as much as we would like to in podcasting. Or is it? <laughs> There's a better way. That better way is through syndication of content. Now, again, I don't mean the S, the second S in really simple syndication. Technically, yes, every podcast that has an RSS feed, which is what's required, is syndicated through RSS. But that's syndicating your entire podcast. And I don't mean that. What I'm talking about is actual syndication where you, the podcaster, augment your episodes with short content that has been produced by someone else, but more importantly, syndicated to you. You make room in your episodes for syndicated content. Again, produced by somebody else, but airing on your show. And here's the key part, always up to date. Regardless of when someone downloads the episode, it will always contain the freshest stuff. Now, me, I'm going to tell you about this in just a moment, but let me give you, just imagine for a second here. Let's say you do a show uh, that's health-related somehow. What if you were going to syndicate some content into your show that was uh, healthy news or maybe just a one single tip for healthy living? Yes, you could create those on your own, but what if you didn't have to? What if you stayed focused on your show about health and let that other syndicated content come into your show? Maybe you show, maybe you do a show for uh, higher ed, academics in the higher ed space, right? Maybe a segment that covers the latest grants, possibly, or maybe relevant legislation, if in fact that impacts your particular uh, um, show. Great. Syndicate that content in. Maybe you've got a show about golf, like one of my new clients does. Well, bring in the latest news or from whatever tournament is happening right now and live, at least at the time of that was downloaded. If you do a travel show, maybe bring in a segment on travel deals that are super time sensitive to when the files were downloaded. You can do all of that 
by syndicating content into your program. Yes, you can bring in news so that no matter when someone downloads an episode you might have produced months ago, the latest news will actually play. Drop an advice column into your podcast. Sure, you can totally do that. With, again, the latest one would be the one that plays in your show. Quote of the day or inspirational content, those are always cool things to have in there. But again, they can get stale and that's a lot of work for you. But what if you brought that in? You know, meditation and wellness content is exploding right now in podcasting. You may not have time to create that, but you could syndicate that kind of content into your episodes, just making space for those. You could even do music. I mean, yes, we have licensing restrictions that apply, but getting around that is doable. Doable. You could play the latest music or some fresh music, at least, on your show. Again, syndicated by someone else. Now, also, I think this is way better for promos. Podcasters love still love to run promos for other podcasters. Those those are fine. But if you're in a network, it gets even better if you think about using that content as syndicated elements that go into your show. Right. I mean, if everyone or at least some of the people in your network distilled down their latest episode into a 60 second spot. And you rotated that in to your show, this is what's what else is happening on the network. Boom. Again, It's not a promo. It's not an ad. It's a piece of content that has been syndicated in. I mean, like, what if I was to take podcast pontifications and turn it into something, oh, I don't know, let's call it a minute of PodZen. If you had a PAP podcast about podcasting or other podcasts that use, like, technology-type news, you could embed that 60 seconds-ish or so, that minute of PodZen, into your podcast, fresh every single time someone downloaded it. Mm-hmm. Other medium have done this for a long time. Newspaper, that advice column you read, somebody sitting at the paper didn't write that. Radio, a lot of radio you hear is syndicated. TV obviously is syndicated. Your local affiliate is not the one that's producing the vast majority of the content. Even magazines. Magazines have a lot of affiliated or uh, syndicated content in them. Websites do it too, but in a crappy way quite often. Those ads that clutter the bottom of the page, relevant stories and things, sponsored content, gross. But nonetheless, that's still syndicated content. They're just not doing a great job. I think that with us in podcasting, it's a lot easier for us. I know I just said something easy you're not doing, but it is. I think this is actually an easier thing to do, and I think we can do it better than a lot of those other mediums. Certainly a lot of the, the web pages are. Now, the question becomes, how do you do all of this? How do you do all this? Well, Brian has a complete and total, Brian Barletta, I should say, from Sounds Profitable. His entire article today, I know because I edited it, is going to be about his use of syndicated content on his podcast episode. Yeah. And the two people he has syndicating is syndicating content for is me, that minute of pod zen I mentioned. It plays at the end of this week's episode of Sounds Profitable. And also he has some from James Cridland, uh, Pod News, that plays at the top of the show. I've actually made that minute of Pod Zen so you too can use it on your show if you would like to. <laughs> you certainly can. There'll be a link in the episode details, but I have made minute of Pod Zen something available that anybody, as long as they clear it with me first, can utilize and drop into 
their podcast. So if you want to try that, give it a shot. There's even a place you can send. Well, the website itself, the web page I'm going to send you to, there's a player so you can hear what that sounds like. So again, check the link in the episode details. Yeah. So who would you like to collaborate with? In this particular way, what what show makes the kind of content that you would like to have in perhaps a more distilled form or perhaps in the exact form it is right now? Who would do that for you? Here's my suggestion to you. Share this episode of Podcast Pontifications with them and see if it sparks an idea. Maybe it will. Maybe they'll work to collaborate. And um, again, you can go to Brian's article on Sounds Profitable to get all the fancy details about that. Now, if you love this idea, great. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and show your love with a little virtual coffee. Would you? Thanks. That's it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.